Turn it up. Turn it up. This is another brand new episode of the Run It Up podcast. Run it up. We going in on everything sports, pop culture, and everything in the world of hip hop. Let's go. Go, go, go. This is the Run It Up podcast with Najee Adams. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Run It Up podcast here on Blue Wire Hustle and the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am your host with the most, Najee Adams, and uh, thank y'all for joining me again. Um, we're going to get into things. Uh, we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, I had a bachelor party for my—I had to go to a bachelor party for my girlfriend's sister's fiance and so it was like kind of like a week-long thing almost i think it was like five four or five days so i just didn't really have time to record on top of my actual job so i apologize for that this week we are also alone you know we got justice up out of here he stinks anyway now i'm playing justice was a little busy so um i'm recording a solo for y'all i have not gotten to talk to y'all alone by myself have y'all to myself for a while so i'm excited to do that and, uh, yeah, I just want to let you guys know that we have some cool, really cool guests coming down the pipeline. Me and Justice have been talking about it. Uh, he reached out to some people. I reached out to some people. And uh, don't you just hate when you talk too fast and then you just end up sounding like gibberish? Jesus. Um, he reached out to some people. I reached out to some people. And uh, we both got some pretty cool responses. So you guys can look forward to that. Um, this episode, I'm kind of not even going to talk about sports that much. Uh, like I said, when I first created the Running Up podcast, like it's not all about sports, but obviously a lot of it is centered around sports because that's my passion and I love sports just like everyone else. But uh, this episode, I kind of want to talk about um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier because I haven't really gotten a chance to talk about that. Also want to talk about the Derek Chauvin trial. Also, if you guys hear, <laughs> if y'all hear construction going on in the background, I am so sorry. But these dump trucks decided to come and completely repave my street in the middle of nowhere. So, like, I there's not really much I can do. So, I apologize in advance. I don't know if it's really going to come through because it's blaring in my ears right now. But So, so I hope you guys can hear it. But if you can, that's the disclaimer. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk Falcon and Winter Soldier, we're going to talk Derek Chauvin, and, uh, yeah, we're going to do Song of the Week, and, uh, yeah, it should be a quitty, uh, a quitty, a pretty quick and concise episode, I just want to talk to you guys and, you know, share my opinions on a few things, and I hope you all ride with me, so, um, yeah, before we get into that, make sure you guys subscribe to the Run It Up podcast on Apple Podcasts. Download the pod on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Run It Up Pod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Adams underscore. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, just do all that great stuff. Leave a five-star rating and review. I think we're at 29 ratings, so please, let's get us to 30. That would be crazy. Leave a rating and review. And, uh, yeah, I would really appreciate that. Share with your family and friends and all that good stuff. And so, getting into it, we got to start with the song of the week. Before we get into the heavy stuff, we got to start with the song of the week. And I'm going to keep it simple, honestly. I feel like this is the number one song in the country right now. Went number one on Billboard. I have been singing it for quite a while, even before it released because he did a like the acoustic with Einer Banks. I am talking about a uh, Polo G rap star. If you've never heard of it, uh you got to you got to check it out. Uh even if you have an iPhone, you can just ask Siri what the number one song in the country is and it'll come up. So, just in case you thought I was capping, hey Siri, what's the number one song in the world right now? 
Rapster by Polo G is number one. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. And so just to give y'all a little, I go back and forth on whether or not you can play music on the podcast or not. But I see people do it all the time, and they never get in trouble. So, hey, I'm going to just keep going until the wheels fall off, you dig? And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to just give y'all a quick snippet of it, and uh, let's get it. Oh, we going to skip to the lyrics. I hear planes flying, crowds screaming, money kind of strange, clanging shit, I guess that's how it sound when you win it. I ain't joking, do it sound like I'm kidding. I've been making like 2,000 a minute. And I just gotta, I just, uh, I sh- probably should stop playing it now, but I gotta let y'all hear the, the chorus or whatever. Like the first verse, you just gotta hear it. Hold on. Only I give a conversation to a Siri. My parents are Mary. Yes, I'm winning clearly. I'm the chosen one, see my potential, so they fear me. Lately, I've been praying, God, I wonder, can you hear me? Thinking about the old me, I swear I miss you dearly. Hey, yo, you can't tell me that's not fine. And so, yeah, that's my song of the week, Rap Star by Polo G. Wolo G, because all he takes is W, U, V, V, and, uh, yeah, let me get to let me get to to the real the real right stuff now. Uh, so obviously, uh, in my, in case you have been living under a rock, Derek Chauvin uh, was found guilty on all counts of murder that he was charged with when it comes to the death of George Floyd. And uh, I obviously am very happy about the verdict. If anyone doesn't know, but I feel like everyone probably knows. I'm I'm a black man myself, and so. This kind, this whole trial kind of bring, and like all my thoughts are scattered. So excuse me if this doesn't sound as coherent as possibly can be. But I'm just kind of talking up the dome. And so just to take y'all to where I was in that moment, uh, my parents and I were both, uh, my parents and I were all sitting downstairs in our basement watching the trial on TV. Uh, well, at least watching the verdict be announced on TV. And like. <laughs> when when it was announced that he was guilty on all charges we were like clapping like this is like we just hit a game like Kyrie hit the game winner against Steph Curry like it's crazy and the only time that I ever remember doing that was uh, well I just think that speaks to the magnitude of their case and what it meant not only for like black people but just for the world period and what kind of world we are living in and creating for our future generations to live in and so the the first time this it kind of brought me back to Trayvon Martin's trial when it was kind of an when it was announced that uh george zimmerman a loser a pure loser that kid is uh george zimmerman was like not guilty because of that stupid ass stand your ground law or whatever in florida and so that was believe it or not trayvon was killed on february 26 2012 which is actually my mom's birthday and so i remember him being like it being announced that or being reported that he was killed and like it had already struck me because he had gotten followed he had on a hoodie like it and i don't think i really understood the the magnitude of what was going down in that moment and then when george zimmerman was not convicted of any type of murder and just completely non-guilty on all verdicts of all counts uh he because apparently he shot Trayvon Martin in self-defense he's an absolute bozo a part of a neighborhood watch program he thought he was way important way more important than what he actually is he's a nobody uh July 13th 2013 is when the verdict was announced and so I think I was 14 it was either 
14 or 15 but if my memory serves me correct i think i was 14 and i was getting my it was in that same basement that we watched the george floyd uh derek chauvin trial get uh verdict get announced and i was getting my i had an afro back then i was getting my hair blow dried out by my mom and i remember sitting there asking her as a 14 year old kid like why like how, how does that work mom like I asked my mother if if he very clearly killed Trayvon Martin and all throughout your life you're taught as a kid especially you know if you kill someone that's bad you go to jail you don't understand the nuances of you know racism and inequality and the non and the lack of equity that we have in our world and the unjust police system like you don't understand that as a 14 year old kid so I remember asking my mom like why if if he killed Trayvon Martin, why does he not go to jail? And and I will never forget. And it's such a simple answer that my mom gave me. And she just simply said like, because Trayvon is black, baby. Like and and I will never forget that day because that for me marked. And I feel like for a lot of people was really the first time that I understood. Oh, okay, you know this that that's how this goes down. Like we don't get treated the same. And before and I know there had been people before that but i guess it just didn't hit me the same and there's damn well been people after it you know like jordan davis eric gardner john crawford michael brown tamir rice george floyd just brianna taylor like so and so 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 many more and it just continues to happen and it's draining it's draining as a black person that and one dante Wright, one of that one of those days that could be me you feel me like and to think about that on a daily basis, to think about the people that we're supposed to call to save us, we're supposed to call them to protect us, and they're the ones killing us, it's, it's just such a fucked up concept, and so, like, recently, after this Derek Chauvin trial, I've been thinking, like, yo, what, how do you explain that to your kids, and, like, I'm 22, right, so, in the next five to seven years, I would, like, want to have some sort of kids, you feel me? And, like, that seems like a long time from now, but it's really not. Like, I would like to have kids by the time I'm, like, 27 to 30, you feel me? I'm, like, kind of a young parent, you know? And so I've been thinking, like, yo, when, if something like this happens again, when, and it inevitably will, because that's just how the world works when you're a black person or a person of color in general. And my kid comes to me and says, Dad, why? Or like, Dad, why did why did this happen? Why are we treated like that? How do I explain to them that you know the deck is just stacked against you from the jump? Like, just because of the way you look, you could do nothing wrong. You could be driving down the street, chilling, listening to whatever music you want, doing absolutely nothing wrong, get pulled over because uh, your blinker's out or something, and get killed just because you look the way you look. How do you explain that to a kid? Like, I, that, I, I'm 22, like I said, and that doesn't even, I can't even wrap my mind around that most of the time. And even with this whole trial thing, like, what, what was the trial for? Like, there's a nine-minute video of a man with his knee on George Floyd's neck, and we went through all of this. All, what was the defense even saying? Like, what is your defense to that? We went through all of this. It took all of this, the protests, or the, the, the donations, the the riots all of it just to get someone who unlawfully killed a black man a police officer who unlawfully killed a black man in jail that's what we had to do and people ask oh why there's no need to riot there's no need to do all that there's no need to loot whatever bro if none of that was done if there was no riots if there was no outrage 
I guarantee you, Derek Chauvin would still be on the street right now, chilling, paroling in his stupid little cop car, doing bad things, doing, he's a racist, like, if none of that happened, that is what we have to do, we had to go do all of that, just for someone who killed someone on camera, literally had video evidence of him killing someone on camera, just for him to get convicted, like, what are you talking, like, to the people that say that all of that was unnecessary, nah, you completely, 100% wrong, that, if, if that's unnecessary to you, then you don't feel our struggle, you don't feel our pain, because that is what we had to do to get justice, and yeah, it's fucked up, it's wrong, we shouldn't have to go through all that, but when you consistently continue to beat down and oppress people black people in particular what do you expect to happen you can only be hit so many times before you fight back and my i every time i leave the house my mom is not worried that i'm gonna get in a car accident she's not worried that i'm gonna get robbed or beaten up or anything like that or just like any common criminal deed she's not worried about me getting hurt or harmed by anything like that she's worried about me getting pulled over like that's so when you think about that my mom is more worried about me getting pulled over by a police officer who's supposed to protect me might i add than than anything else in the world right now and it's been that way for a long long time bro when i first got my car my the first conversations my parents had with me was advice on how to handle being pulled over by the police in in regards to being a black man you feel me like not in just regards to being a person but no in regards to being a black man the rules are different for us so we had to have that conversation and even still they gave me the 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 the, the fact that you can follow all the right things you can do everything that i could i could follow all the advice my parents gave me and still not come out of the encounter alive because why because i'm black and that and because police have this egotistical personality and god complex that they just feel like they need to be on top in every scenario so they need to do everything in their power to assert their power whether it entails killing someone or not and it's wild because the defense really tried to argue that Derek, it wasn't Derek chauvin's knee on george floyd's neck that killed him and people today still try and say that you know black people black men don't get killed by police that much like it happens every now and then like like that is some sort of argument like that that makes things better when in reality there's this study that was done in 2019 that the leading cause of death for young black men the the sixth highest is use of police force like do you understand how crazy that is like it trails accidental death suicide other homicides heart disease and cancer and six highest after that is is police brutality basically about a hundred and every a hundred thousand black men and boys will be killed by police during their lives like do, what a hundred out of every hundred thousand black men and boys will be killed by police in their lives while 39 white men and boys per 100,000 are killed by police. This means black men are about, what, two and a half times more likely to be killed by police than white men? Like, that, that, bro, I don't, it, it, it leaves me speechless because that stat alone, like, there's stats to, to prove that black men get killed at an unproportionately high rate. Like, that, that alone just shouldn't even be the case. But it is, because that's just the world we live in. Or at least that's the world that I live in. And so we can do everything that we can and we should continue to do everything that we can to try and change the world, to create some sort of equity in the world, to stop police brutality, to get black people on that same level and break down racial barriers and borders and racism and as a whole. But at the end of the day, like 
everyone has to want to change for the world to change and i just don't know if if that'll ever be the case which is absolutely fucking sad and uh yeah i i don't know how much i how much more i can talk about this without just completely breaking down so i'm just gonna gonna try and move on to to a brighter topic at least and you know talk about falcon and winter soldier in a couple minutes Woo, and we are back to talk about falcon and winter soldier um yeah i hope you guys kind of that was just a little bit of a piece into what i was thinking it was super raw super emotional um and like that's just my thoughts and my opinions on the topic so um i hope you guys you know enjoyed that little piece into you know my mind or whatnot but yeah like i said let's get into falcon and winter soldier so i kind of i guess i have to give a spoiler warning because the series is now over right so uh spoilers for the entire series of falcon and winter soldier if you haven't heard it you can just you know click off now because that's basically what the the majority of the rest of the podcast is going to be about so i'll give you like five seconds five four three two one and so um yeah falcon and winter soldier the series is now over um kind of want to get into my thoughts on it uh did i like it better than wandavision i feel like that's everyone's immediate comparison because you know they're the only two disney plus mcu series out right now um i think that's a very complicated answer for me i think the experience of wandavision watching it on a weekly basis was 10 times better than falcon and winter soldier like wandavision was at a ride like i said it was an experience it was a phenomenon they like go like trying to figure out what was happening every single week and so and i also feel like it's a show that if you didn't watch the mcu like you could just jump into that and like automatically feel like oh what's going on i want to figure this out i don't think falcon and winter soldier was that same had that those same elements but i think from a story standpoint falcon and winter soldier was phenomenal way better than wandavision and so if i'm just basing it on pure show like pure story written content i'm gonna say falcon and winter soldier is definitely the better story but like as an experience for what wandavision was and i appreciate it for what it was i would take wandavision in that sense but um just getting into you know falcon and winter soldier uh it was really the mcu's kind of first jump not first but like their most poignant jump into you know like racial inequality and the the struggles that black people face and like kudos to them because they have a very very diverse audience and i'm sure a lot of people did not like that but marvel said you know what disney said you know what screw it we talking we talking our talk and i appreciate them for that um and just before we get into like the story wise things i wanted to talk about something uh so like in i think episode four i want to say four or five uh the dora milaje come to take zemo from bucky and sam and uh john walker and bucky's arm gets like uh, oye does something to bucky's arm that just makes it automatically fall off because they they made the arm for him in wakanda it's all vibranium also bucky's arm is insanely strong like throughout the series you see how strong it is but um yeah he just like falls off and so people were saying like is that like an invasion of privacy like is that wrong of them i personally don't think so 
just because, you know, Bucky had just spent, what, 30-plus years being the Winter Soldier, killing hundreds of people, <laughs> like, and so he had just come up hot off of being brainwashed. Like, what if he was brainwashed again? You know, like, they're just being cautious. Oye would have never done that had Bucky not tried to interfere with him taking Zemo, and I get that he needed him to, you know, advance his story and kind of find out where Carly was and all that, but still, still, Bucky, you, they, the Wakandas didn't do nothing wrong, how are you supposed to trust Bucky, like, how are you supposed to trust that man, he was literally brainwashed when he got sent to you, like, you can't trust him 100% completely, the fact that you even gave him the arm is, is good enough for me, so everyone's saying that, oh, it's an invasion of privacy, whatever, man, you can't expect them to just let him rock, come on now, and yeah, so just going into a couple of points I had, I, if I was rating the series, I, I would definitely give it probably like a 9 out of 10, an 8.5 out of 10. I think it was really good. Um, the the whole Isaiah Bradley introducing him was incredible. Uh, I kind of want to talk about John Walker and Wyatt Russell first. I think that Wyatt Russell did an incredible, incredible job playing John Walker and kind of teetering that line between villain and, and, and hero, just being a typical anti-hero U.S. agent. He became in the comics, and like he became at the end of the series, series u.s agent um i think that he was never a bad guy you know like he just honestly got the shit end of the stick and like cool it was great to be captain america but all of that responsibility all that like what steve rogers did 100 percent. no human will ever be able to accomplish all that in their lifetime like he had double a life triple a lifespan and he was also just a great guy like zemo said like there's never been another steve rogers and so to have that expectation thrust upon you like that's gonna take a toll mentally on anybody so to see him break down throughout the series like all he ever wanted to do was be a good captain america for his country obviously he took that a little too far but you know like can you blame him can anyone blame him for taking the serum like, I, if, if I saw the serum on the ground, I'm popping that shit into my veins ASAP, boy. What do you mean? Of course, anyone would take the serum. So you can't blame him for that either. He's a good guy. After you, like, as you see in uh, the last episode, he had the choice between killing Carly, which was what he was there for, or, like, chasing Carly, or saving the uh, the members, the Senate members for the GRC. He dropped the shield, the fake makeshift shield, which was trash, and went and sa tried to save the members of the GRC. Like, that alone, the bloodlust was knocked out of him. Carly kicked him in the head, and he could have... 100% chose to go and say and, and chase after Carly those people were not his responsibility he's no longer Captain America and no one would have chastised him for it but no he went and saved those people because like I said he's a good guy he has a wife his best friend just got murdered you know like anyone's gonna lose it after that and so I'm interested to see where he goes in the MCU and like I said Wyatt Russell played him incredibly I know he was getting death threats and stuff whoever does that is completely lame like he's an actor playing a character and the fact that you guys are sending him death threats or not you guys obviously because my listeners my listeners are too cool for that but whoever is sending him death threats that just means he's playing the character really really well for you to be like be that uptight about it but um yeah uh u.s agent john walker was definitely one of my favorite characters and i'm really interested to see where he goes in in the future because like i said uh i think that they they introduced uh valentina de allegra de fontaine which i'm just gonna call her val because her name is dumb long uh, um they introduced val which i think is working with thunderbolt ross to build the thunderbolts 
now that, you know, kind of the Avengers are kind of, you know, scattered, they're building like this anti-hero team, you know, so, so I don't really know where John Walker will lie on that, because if they're asking them to do just like horrible things, like John Walker's not going to do it, but we do have another super soldier now, so I think the only super soldier still alive are like Bucky, uh, Isaiah Bradley, and now John Walker, I want to say, and whoever, if anyone left from the Flag Smashers, but I don't think so, and, uh, so yeah, now we have, like, three super soldiers alive, two of them are in action, so I can't wait to see what we have next for John Walker, um, going into Sharon Carter, now, her being the power broker was a hundred percent the most obvious thing that the show hinted at, and, like, I, it was so obvious that I was thinking, like, maybe it, it can be her, because it, it just, it was, like, kind of, like, See, Agnes was obvious, but, like, not that obvious. Like, there was still a sliver of me that thought, you know, maybe she's not bad. And, like, Ag maybe she's not Agatha Harkness. But, you know, you could really kind of tell. When it comes to this, you know, like, they gave these mo the, the most obvious hints when it came to Sharon being the power broker. And, like, literally, they would be doing something, Sam and Bucky would be fighting someone, and then it would just randomly cut to Sharon doing something menacing. Like, um, okay, guess she's the power broker. And and so, like, where where was the, like, I don't get where they're bringing her character. Um, she might show back up in Armor Wars. Now she got her part in because, you know, Sam's a man of his word, my boy. And uh, she's back as Agent Carter, but also the power broker. So I'm not sure how we got here. Um, but, like, I, I guess I get it. You know, after Civil War, when she was kind of, like, abandoned and became an enemy of the state for helping Sam save Bucky from Zemo, um, I guess she just kind of felt forgotten, and, like, when you feel like your country doesn't rock with you anymore, what, you like, you kind of turn to the dark side, you know, and so that's kind of what Sharon's on right now, I don't know if they're just gonna make her a primary villain for the rest of the MCU, but I want to say that she's gonna have, like, a little bit of a villain stage and then get redeemed, but, like, she obviously still has love in her heart for, like, Sam and Bucky and, like, doing the right thing, because she could, there's many times that she could have just killed Sam and Bucky, like, I, like they, they're not suspecting her at all, but, you know, she, she didn't, so, uh, she, she helped him out quite a lot, so I'm interested to see where Sharon goes, um, but, yeah, I don't really know what to say with this character, I feel like she was kind of just thrown in there to advance her storyline and kind of add her back into things, into, like, the flow of things, but we'll see where it goes, um, what's next, what's next, um, yeah, in the, in the finale, Bucky said he fought for something, he was on the phone with Carly, he said he fought for something bigger than himself, and he failed twice, uh, just to speak on Bucky as a whole, Sebastian Stan killed it, um, and I feel like the MCU doing these Disney Plus series, these six-hour-long movies, basically, has really given fans, and especially myself, I know I can I can speak for myself 100%, has made me love these kind of, like, B-tier characters from the Avengers. Like, all of a sudden, Wanda is my favorite Avenger. I love uh, Winter Soldier now. I love Bucky. And Sam is in with Captain America. Like, and Vision as well. Like, I love these characters now. They're probably my four favorite characters. Loki's probably going to get in there, too. And I think this is the perfect marketing strategy after you've kind of spent a decade building up these iron man captain america thor hulk and hawkeye and and now they're all kind of getting pushed into the back end of things moving on with the actors especially moving on with their careers this is the perfect way to get fans reintroduced and reattached to what will be your new avengers and so yeah I, this is definitely working on my end like i said i think bucky and sebastian stan in this entire series was great advancing his story and you know kind of seeing him 
make amends for his time as Winter Soldier in the best way that he could at that point. Like, obviously, he, they'll probably never forgive him, and he'll probably never forgive himself because he can't bring those people back to life. But unless you, you can, you know, call a wand and have her do it. But, um, yeah, uh, he, he did it in the best way he knows how, and, you know, just kind of seeking forgiveness, but also giving those people closure like he did with uh, Nakajima and telling him that his son, he had murdered his son. And, you know, just as much as it hurt, that was a great scene, by the way, as much as it hurt Bucky, like he knew that he had to do that. And just seeing that he was able to move on. And when he was looking through him at that window, like it gave both of them closure and uh, he was able to, to, to swipe off the list. He gave the, the Steve's notebook back. He gave the Steve's notebook to the uh, to the therapist. So that's big. And then, um, yeah, like I said, Bucky said that he fought for something bigger than himself and he failed twice when he was on the phone with Carly. I'm guessing he meant when he first enrolled, like got enlisted into the army and obviously fell off that little train and became Winter Soldier. And then uh, the second time was Infinity War when he got snapped. But I could be wrong. Maybe he's talking about Civil War. I'm not sure. But if I had to guess, those would be the two times. And then. Uh, so yeah, just getting into Sam now. Sam, uh, he has catapulted himself as one of my favorite characters in the Avengers, in the MCU right now. We have a black Captain America, which is specifically important for the times that we're going through. And, you know, the fact that Isaiah Bradley, that, their whole relationship is incredible to me. Uh, at the end, he got him the, like, the memorial to everything that he'd done. And I've never teared up at an MCU, so that's Cap. I've definitely teared up in an MCU scene. The only two scenes I've ever teared up at has been, uh, in Infinity War when Peter Parker was like, I, I don't want to go to, to uh, Tony Stark where he was like, getting snapped and dusted away he's like mr stark i i, I don't i don't want to go i was like kind of tearing up but you know i'm a real gangster so i didn't cry but then uh, i did cry like every other marvel fan when tony stark died snapped his hand saved the universe and uh yeah i did cry then but this scene when he took isaiah bradley to go see his memorial and like seeing that everything that he had, had done wasn't in vain that made me tear up bro like i didn't cry because like i said i'm a real gangster you feel me but like i was getting a little teary eyed because like that means something to him to see a uh, carl lumley by the way also played an excellent isaiah bradley and i hope we get to see him again in the future but i don't know if we will and uh yeah i think that sam and uh anthony mackie did a great job in this series as well like all the acting in the series was great uh even baron zemo i can't remember the actor's name but zemo was great as well uh, i think it's daniel Bruhl is, is baron zemo's uh is the actor that plays baron zemo he did a great job and i hope we see more zemo again because you know he's also that kind of anti-hero because now that all the super soldiers are dead except for you know bucky Isaiah bradley who he doesn't know about and uh john walker i wonder what he's gonna do like does he have a purpose anymore i guess to kill Bucky and John Walker but I feel like he's cool with Bucky so maybe he'll just go after John Walker and uh yeah like I was saying Sam Sam did a uh, a great job and just seeing a black man carry the the helm of Captain America and you know trying to to right all the wrongs like obviously uh this the Captain America comes with a lot of baggage and not all not all and a lot of glory and but also a lot of hate because not all of it is good like the history behind america a lot of people are oppressed so when a lot of people like like we were just talking about when a lot of people see the stars and stripes they don't think oh what a great country this is they think these this is the country that oppressed me and so you know having sam take up that mantle and and try and change what the stars and stripes stands for it it, it it's it, it's impactful it means something it hit it struck a chord with me 100 percent, and i think this is a great 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 series um 
what else what else what else yeah that that's that's really all i had wrote down oh and just i don't know if you guys caught it but uh when the flag smashers like those last three guys got rounded up by the police and put in the little police vehicle and they got taken away and like the the cop was like one world one people and um and it looked like they were gonna like kind of get away and then the truck blew up that was zemo's butler so now all he like the flag smasher should all be dead but you know that cause and carly's cause is something that obviously will never die because people are always going to feel oppressed like sam said now they all have one struggle if whether you're black white you're a politician you're not a politician you're broke you're poor everyone has something to to combine under and unite under and has a common struggle and a common goal to overcome and uh yeah that should that that should be a great i'm very interested to see how the storyline advances in the mcu i don't know if they're going to do a second season of falcon and winter soldier but it can definitely be done just because these are two you know like ground level heroes so we'll see and uh yeah that's that's kind of my review of falcon and winter soldier it was a great series if you haven't checked it out go check it out also the actor that played carly morgenthal i i wish she would have stayed alive i wish carly would have stayed alive because i feel like she's also such an interesting character because what she's doing isn't necessarily bad you know like like she's on the right side of of just like she's trying to get justice for people she's just going about it the wrong way it kind of reminded me of killmonger you know like you agree with his calls you just don't agree with how he's doing it and uh yeah that was kind of the same for carly so i wish you could have stayed alive but uh i feel like that actress uh has a lot of big things coming for her because she's a great actress and uh yeah one more thing if you guys have not checked out invincible on amazon prime or amazon video i guess it is really 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 good it drops every friday there's eight episodes there's seven released now the finale comes out next friday it is an animated series it is uh about a comic book series called invincible and it follows like mark grayson as he like becomes his father's the most powerful superhero in the world but there's a twist to it that you guys i don't want to spoil it for you guys so go check out invincible it's an animated series but it's 100% rated R, like super gory, super bloody. So if you don't have, if you have a weak stomach, if, if you don't like to see all that stuff, then maybe it's not the show for you. But if you want to see like a, a animated superhero, super good action and like very gory, very, but also a great story and a great hero to follow behind, uh, then go check out Invincible on Amazon Video. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Run It Up podcast. There wasn't really much sports, if any, discussed, but, you know, we're getting close to playoff basketball, and uh, we'll get into that. I'm super excited for that. Um, obviously, this was kind of a more heavy podcast so i hope you guys enjoyed it regardless if you rock with me then you enjoyed it if not then you know maybe this ain't the podcast for you you did what i'm saying and uh yeah i hope you guys enjoyed listening uh, you can follow me on twitter at knowledge adams underscore you can follow the pod at run it up pod make sure you like and i'm about to say make sure you like and subscribe like this is a youtube video make sure you subscribe to the run it up podcast on apple podcast leave that five star rating and review or reviews will get read right on the pod make sure you download the episode on spotify share it with your family and friends and all of that great stuff like i said i hope you guys enjoyed and uh don't forget let's run it up thanks for tuning into this episode of the run it up podcast if you want to keep up and see what Najee is up to follow him on twitter at Najee adams underscore hit him with some questions or topics that you want to hear in the next episode of the run it up podcast